What's up, guys? This is Cody and Zane from Geek Domination, bringing you with a quick update before you jump into the actual podcast today. Um, we talked about this briefly at the end of today's podcast, but we would like to make it a little bit more prompt at the beginning of today's episode. Um, our website is now live, geekdomination.net. Um, there will be a link directly to our SoundCloud from there. You can find all of Anthony's reviews. Oh, yeah. You can find all of our... We made all little bios of each of ourselves. You can learn more about us. Um, we will be linking news articles. Zane has a couple things planned here coming up hopefully soon. We've all got a few plans for different shows and series from each of us. You will find things that are more details to come, and that will be the place to find those details. Right. So uh, we'll be <laughs> interacting with the site um, as much as we can. Again, that's geekdomination.com. Or I'm sorry. Dot net. Dot net. Geekdomination.net. All one word. Simple. Simple, easy stuff. Uh, thank you guys, and hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back to the Geek Domination Podcast. Now that we're done with our news, we're going to get it. Wrong today. time. You did it to me. I had to retaliate. That's, that's fine. <laughs> um, we're going to get into our topic, which is the uh, the whole debacle with the Steam modders, and it's the Steam thingy. The Steam yeah. thingy. Yeah. Steam thingy. So for those who haven't heard, about halfway through the week, um, Steam announced that they were going to start offering basically a shop for mods. And they were going to launch it with Skyrim originally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the internet exploded over this because there's several problems. There's with a it. lot yeah, of problems a with it. And I I was like one of the people I was like, this is a good idea in one sense. But then it's just like the way they're implementing the it they're is really bad is because you don't know who the original author is. One thing that Austin pointed out to us is that you, anyone could just download a mod and upload it for, and then get money. Like yeah. that's how that's where it stands right now. There's no original creator getting credited appropriately. Yeah, in not at like all. That so. I mean, you can make a mod of nothing and say yeah. it's something, and then once people download, you have it, a bunch of. Um, there was a bunch of joke ones that popped up halfway through the week. Gabe Newell's penis was uh, one. Yeah, the for golden what, potato or something. Golden potato bucks. mod yeah, for yeah. nine and nine ninety nine. Extra apple mod for thirty dollars. I'd buy it. Microtransactions for fifty dollars. <laughs> Chicken companion for forty nine cents. Um what else is there? Can I just say that I have a mod on my Skyrim that you get green arrow as a follower? God damn it. I mean I'm just saying. Fish Companion for twenty five cents. That's some of them. I mean, I on one hand, like so I like saw this halfway through the week and I was like, Why is everyone like making a big deal about this? Like this in my head, this needs to be a thing. Right. Because you have these creators creating blatantly incredible stuff, you know, and they're using a game's assets. assets. Um, another big problem that people had was that it has a structure similar to the Nintendo's creator program, where it was Steam will be taking 75% of the profit and splitting that with themselves and the developers. Yeah, it was it was egregious. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was bad. I mean, being someone who, like, is really just now starting to get into PC gaming, and it's never been, like, something insane, like, mods are cool, but I personally don't get 
the insane lack of a better word hype for them uh depends um some out there some creators are able to expand on a universe to a degree that makes it almost like a new game mm -hmm. or makes it more of an in-depth experience i modded the fuck out of kotor oh me and too it, and it made the game so much better mm -hmm. so much more rich i could trade out characters i didn't have to take along the the qatar uh mm -hmm. catwoman anymore i could take on a new character like there was a bunch of really cool stuff with that change your species finally I was able to play as a Wookiee for once. Yeah. And even though it's an aesthetic <laughs> thing, it's it no, it makes it, cool. it makes the cosmetic a difference. stuff in the KSE um, editor, like you were saying. Yeah, it yeah. was just insane. So like there's definitely benefits to modding games. I've seen some of the most ridiculous GTA four mods Those are the that best. were like Iron Man versus the Hulk. One and two people put up a private server, changed their models to being Hulk and Iron Man respectively, <laughs> and threw down and destroyed like all of the 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 liberty city that was there it was a really cool one really in, cool. in skyrim of it was a dragon ball mod and you could you I saw it, that seriously one. It, you took you magic could, and turned it into like the the, the energy yeah the energy attack and i remember there was the, uh, fly. yeah there was a my little really pony cool. one too for skyrim <sighs> yeah that was, that there was, was a fun uh, people also take the mods and transfer them into machinimas sometimes to ridiculousness scales or mm -hmm. legitimate scales well i guess like, i mean and i feel like you'd be the, the only one who could fully grasp the entire thing of this would you consider pc add-ons like stuff for like wow is that a mod in a sense it changes your interface i would i would say gameplay. that i wouldn't i wouldn't call them mods per se but i would say that the creators by definition i'd say they are right they just don't they like there's always soft mods and pretty hardcore mods like right. there's I mean, some that are just some pictures like the base wow you are yeah, yeah. compared to like mod. i remember that yeah. one that we saw that was just stupid ridiculous with all the holograms Oh, did you ever see that one? I was gonna say stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that's that's more of a mod. It's well, yeah. Just a, a kind well, of and UI some of them are just like because like there are games that it's just a UI kind of situation. Right. Like they modded it so that it would just be a more appealing. And format. that's what mine is. It's more um, appealing and it's more functional. Exactly. Speed of your play, things like that. Abilities and whatnot. So it just depends on what's going on. But that's what I could would consider a soft mod. It doesn't change the core experience. It just changes your, how you interpret that experience. Right. And there's hardcore mods which are like drastically alter it to a different game. For instance, the most well known being Counter Strike. Mm -hmm. Counter Strike was a mod of Half Life. That's how that thing came to exist. Tears of the Storm. How popular it is now. Yeah. Tears of the Storm was a mod in StarCraft mm -hmm. originally. Yep. So, like, I agree. Because, like, I'm reading the actual report that uh, the from the AMA that he went, that uh, Gabe Newell um, did recently on Reddit. And basically he said, like, we wanted to reinvigorate as well as support the mod community with a much more deep grasp. He's like, I do see people's concerns now more of, obviously that people are just going to capitalize on this negatively if we do it this way mm -hmm. so they've officially changed their stance on it they're not going to do it paid for at set values he's going to add if you are a modder you can add a pay what you want option to the download page which this is good and it allows people to support that modder it's more of a donation and right. it is it, it's it sets up an in-system donation basically that's not like go to my paypal and add these like it's nothing like yeah, that straight well, from I mean, the, the other thing too yeah. is that people yeah, were community. um there was a refund option in place, a 24-hour mm -hmm. refund, pretty open compared to what Steam has had in the past. True. Which I think is is good, looking at all things, considering it was a step in the right direction. I don't know. I mean, this the whole thing is a silly to me. Mm -hmm. Like, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, 
modders need to be compensated in the sense that they are spending their time and their energy. There's in- some of them restoring games back to their completed I mean, original. Look at like, definitely. Like for example, Kotor Kotor 2. There's the a whole, whole mod community yeah, finishing that game. Whole there's thing with there's the that, co- content from that game. And then mm-hmm. there's um there's that big one that just came out for Half-Life 2. Yeah, that the that changed huge. that scaled all there's the graphics. There's that massive yep. one which for was beautiful. <laughs> Final Fantasy 7, yep, HD that completely remastered yeah, all right. the graphics. Yeah, yep. you're right. When the game's like 2 gigs and the, the freaking HD remaster right. like mod is like 15 or gigs. Like that. I mean, even in like lesser well-known like lesser mm-hmm. known games too, like for example, I mean, you heard me talk about it before, Sins of a Solar. Yeah, yeah. There's a few mods for that one. One of the coolest ones and I want to download it really mm-hmm. badly. It's it's one that allows you to fight as the Empire and rebels and introduces those kind of factions into the game and it makes the game a new kind of experience you know yeah. it's it's all kinds of fun but the modders they didn't necessarily do it to get compensated they did it no, because absolutely. they enjoyed it. just to enrich they the universe. can they be yeah. compensated yes, yes i think that is a good idea and that's why i like this new model it's because it introduces the the choice to compensate you know what the fact that there's an i option. think yeah, i think exactly. it also allows for an easier way to track successful mods um it'll allow valve to find True. the people that they need to hire next because that's what right. they do is they hire from their communities usually so i'm sure that going about it this way they can track the dollar amounts being moved and go okay this modder is getting paid so much we should bring them into our salary mm-hmm. boom hired on also what this does it allows for certain modders to be able to move more towards a full-time role and away from whatever profession they're involved in, whether that's something they want to do or if it's something more like what we're at where we're just doing day jobs until we can do what we want to do for a living. Right. So it kind of depends. Um, but I think I think overall this is a good thing, especially the fact that they've already changed. They've already reversed that Within so quickly. Within a week that they have adapted it to yep. what the internet wants. And yep. that's why people love Valve, because they listen to their consumers and they listen to their community, you know? You can say that, and then there's the fact that we've never gotten a third game from anything. <laughs> True. <laughs> Here's actually a really funny thing too. I mean, um, you guys weren't listening. Sorry to interrupt, no, yeah, but uh, Anthony and I actually confirmed Half Life Three earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah, you weren't listening. Half Life Three confirmed yeah. for what? How? I can't remember a reason it got already. <laughs> so okay, so, yeah, so I'm gonna let you go through this. Go for it. <laughs> it was really dumb. You know, you guys were talking about like Modern Warfare or uh, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Three yeah. or That's whatever. What it was, yep. oh. And like it was just like a, a really vague reference, and we're like, oh, Half Life Three, Half Life. That's 3 it. Confirmed. It's, it's confirmed. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I just remember when that was at its height. And it was like, this was posted at 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock, one plus two is three. Half like three confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> or the, like, whole, the whole 3D thing. With the, they were they're going to do a remake of the first one. Yeah. yeah. And it looked like Half Life 3 and then a little tiny D in the corner that people didn't notice. <laughs> Stupid. I was so going to say, like, how long has it been since Half Life 2 came out? 2005 four. or something. That four. is four. Yeah. an incredibly impressive track record for a joke. On the internet. <laughs> on the internet. That's true. That's more than a decade. Like, yeah, if like, you think about it, it's the longest running gaming yeah, joke that's, ever. It's right up there with Leroy Val. Jenkins, I think. Proud oh, that's yeah, true. that still gets that's it's, it's, yeah. it's right in line with Leroy Jenkins, I think. Oh my god. Leroy Jenkins be, confirms Half Life 3. There has to be a Leroy <laughs> reference in the Warcraft movie. I will be so upset oh if my god. I really hope so. <laughs> Even if it's he just becomes like a canonized a, character. Oh, shitty <laughs> throwaway one. Point. Oh, he I know. Is. Yeah. The fact that he is in the dungeon. I know. The remake of the dungeon. And you can get him as a follower in uh, your dungeon. Ridiculous. Can't you get him in your garrison? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, you said dungeon. Uh, yeah, you okay. go into the dungeon and you get him as a follower for your garrison. That's... <sighs> Thanks, Blizzard. <laughs> so, There's also another one that's uh, Conan the Barbarian. 
Oh Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. No, and that's the cool. achievement it was um oh what is it um oh I don't remember the achievement title name, but it's a oh, reference it like Terminator. Terminator. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'll be back. I'm back. <laughs> no, maybe I'm, it's just I'm back. Wow. <laughs> the the most overused like quote. Come with me if you want to live. Come with me. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, anyway, so continuing with his uh, AMA, Gabe Newell also said that uh, basically it was in response to this question. Um, what would Valve do if a game company limited modding only to Steam Workshop? Newell responded with pretty reluctant. Uh, Valve is pretty reluctant to tell any developer that they have to do something or they can't do something. But they'd be more than happy to tell developers that they think they're being dumb. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a good way to put it. It's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, funny. it's yeah. clever. Yeah, but it just continues to show like the involvement of that company just overall. They're really dedicated to being as much a part of the community as the fans, definitely. And I feel like that's what this whole step kind of shows is that they appreciate the modding community as much as we do, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, these guys really deserve some sort of compensation, or not really deserve, or they should be allowed said compensation if their mod is up to the quality that can affect the entire game." That's what's nice about Steam, rather than, like, for example, with add-ons for World of Warcraft or anything, really. Instead of having to go to a separate website or download an app or something, you do it straight from the same place you play games, you know? You can go straight into the Steam community tab and download whatever you want. I remember the old Sims 2 was always pretty streamlined as well through the EA servers. Very true. Curse, which is the biggest provider for uh, WoW add-ons has mm-hmm. kind of gotten to that point where it's just a, a desktop app yeah. and you can download mods for everything. Mm-hmm. All in one spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 the same thing, like I said, with the separate app. Uh, it's The accessibility has gone way up and mm-hmm. modders are being way more and more appreciated lately, you know? And encouraged, True. I'd say. Yeah, because um, yeah, the final like little pieces of what Gabe Newell said in this AMA also, uh, he's uh, confident that the authors will have control over the creations in this new format. That's the biggest thing is he wants the authors of these mods to get credited appropriately. And hopefully it goes that direction. Because, I mean, in reality, like, if you release something that you created on the, the Steam mod community, it's going to get tracked against you, not anyone mm-hmm. else, no one else who re-uploads it or anything like that. So that's right. good. Um, and then to kind of leave off what he said, just kind of along the same vein of, like, complaints and fixes. Uh, what is it the green light program and their customer support which are things that they have people have heavy beefs with mm-hmm, um he said there are current the concurrent solutions in place are short-term hacks but long-term solutions are being worked on so they're i mean in a way we're seeing a potential giant revamp of mm-hmm. steam coming yep right. that's good too because it uh it increases steam's presence being the dominant force in Hopefully everyone has Steam at some point. Right. Games, yeah. PSN yeah. and Xbox Live can you know, go away. Every, yeah, everybody, everybody tries to replicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody tries to replicate their success, and mm-hmm. it, it can't be done. I'm beginning yep. to think that it can't be done. This it's is true. what you do. Try, I mean, you look at their, their summer sales and their winter sales, and you just make a bunch of games really cheap that everyone's going to spend a ton of money on and then never touch any of those games. Yep. I mean, that's where we're at. That's very true. <laughs> yep. But you know, it's it's mentality. Steam has a different mentality than Microsoft and yeah, PlayStation. You know, true. that's that same thing with like Nintendo's mentality. You know, and how yeah, they, yeah, they all they all handle everything differently, yeah. right. drastically yep. differently. Yeah, I don't know if there's really anything more to say on this specific te- topic. I mean, it is what it is. 
now they're definitely we're, going the right way yeah with they're it. in the right position now and we're gonna see mods that are gonna be cool i mean i'm excited to see what the gta 5 mods are right like There's some oh, are those are gonna be nice yeah I care far less about the game itself on PC than I do about the mods on the PC. Yeah. Because, like, that's when it gets interesting, seeing what they can do with those physics and right. the, the, the assets in play. Hell, this, this is kind of obscure, but, like, remember when, like, which was the second one? Trials of Evolution, like, came mm-hmm. out, and there was, like, that creative map thing. Oh, and God. The, the insane the stuff that people, stuff came, up that people yeah. came up with. Like, this is a fucking... Um, motocross bike simulator that mm-hmm. people are playing fucking pong in, yeah, mm-hmm. or just like insane shit like that. And it's just like it's crazy. It's the same thing with like Forge mode, like the yeah. stuff that people oh, yeah. figured out Forge. how to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Give people some assets and let them just run with it. Yeah, it's re- it's really it's it just shows how creative mm-hmm. the gaming community is. You know, I even make format Forge maps yeah. occasionally. My yeah. brother was huge it into it too. He'd yeah. do it for week. He'd take entire weekends off to just like. Zone in. Oh yeah, totally. Create an entire project. My thing was project. making griffball maps. I loved making. That's the thing. Maps. My brother loved making like competitive races yeah. that were also uh, what are those things called? The um, gold uh, Goldberg machines, where you like push. It's like the mouse trap game. Oh yeah, where you just oh, touch a ball. It's a chain yeah. reaction. A chain reaction of things. Yeah, those are so cool. he would combine a competitive race with that, mm. and like it was always insane. So there was one those. that I remember for Forge on Halo that was really really cool. Mm-hmm. It was a race map, and it for almost one to one creates an exact replica of the N sixty four Rainbow Road. I remember that. I one. have that. I one. do. Yeah, oh, like yeah. it's yeah. so much it's fun. True, we, yeah. I still go in every once in a while to play it. It's just like I mean, really you remember fun. at the the height of like Halo Reach's success with Rooster Teeth, and they were doing the uh, the achievement horse stuff and Reach. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, all stuff that. like that. Insane yeah. stuff that people would make. Yeah. Again, I, it reminds me on this topic since we're kind of like going into others as well on this. It reminds me of that failure of the Master Chief Collection. Like it, it wasn't just a failure. <laughs> just slap, of that right now. <laughs> slap them in the it, face it, on that one. It just wasn't not that. only like a netcode problem. It was like a community problem. True. It, yeah. It just it's very true. It, it lacked that community support. You know, and that's yeah. that was the key to reach a success. Halo 3's success. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think in some ways Destiny is still succeeding. You know, it it may have petered off a little bit, and we'll see how House of Wolves transforms it. But the fact that it is continuing and people are still playing it, is a I think good it's sign. funny because like while with like Halo, the Halos in general, we got finished products that had all the content there. Destiny very much feels like it's something that they wanted to give us something to play with until they could get everything out, which is like Hell, a standard. I mean, people wow are thing. still complaining about but, the fact that the Reef Social Bay was viewable and one of the original E3 trailers for the game. Way back, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's cut content." Not really. It was probably unfinished content. Yeah, yeah. That they wanted to show you because it's cool and you want to see stuff. Yeah. If well, you're demanding to see something, they're going to show you even unfinished things. Right. I think they also massively changed how that's a big they were part doing of it too. the game. True. But from the original that. E3 conception, that that trailer yes. was showed a completely Vastly, different story experience. Yeah. That's true. One I wonder because like we've seen the cutscene where whatever it is, the crow is you know her brother whatever's up above and there's obviously a story piece there i feel like that cutscene's reused probably different dialogue but it would make sense yeah um, i mean that if you want to make a debate about that yeah then let's that's not even better, get into that but... let's not even get into it but like at the point of like they're probably going to use these kind of things that we've seen before right. again in different ways but less on to that i was just thinking like what with comet coming out this fall who's to say there's not gonna be a forge mode for multiplayer in that Ooh. well and that's that's what i'm, I'm hoping I'm to hoping. get at because the this is the the only bad thing about destiny is the the lack of control 
and lack of we're customizability in customization, which we're starting to get with House of Wolves, and I think that's why we're so excited about it. Yeah. And if they continue that concept and they do put in a Forge mode, then we've got that Destiny. If we can get that. Right? If we can get, we get everybody set on up it. custom strikes with private playlist of people modifiers private yeah yeah yeah. be able to throw up a playlist yeah Yeah. be able to go okay i want these four modifiers on and i want the three of us to just hit level 26 with a shit ton of modifiers on it let's have fun yeah and we've we've seen people already start to do that with these like you know challenges that personal challenges yeah yeah Yeah. and it would be great if you could just have the accessibility to make that like a real if they could just make those resources available to us exactly that's all that's all we need true um but i'm still excited like i'm still excited for that i'm excited for other mods because like yeah like we were saying like it just takes a creative mind and there's thousands and thousands of creative minds out there creating new things for us to play with right but yeah i think that kind of wraps it yeah. unless uh, any other thoughts on this or short topic uh, very short topic i mean i don't have yeah. else to say uh there was one thing <clears> from news i forgot to mention which is really weird and interesting um specifically in the comic book world um cm punk is set to write a drax solo solo series yeah Yeah. so it's just weird that that a wrestler or i guess now he's former because he's no longer with the wwe as far as i remember um is now writing a story about the one character that's like the hardest to relate to because he doesn't understand things Mm. just in general he just doesn't understand I, I think that metaphor. also is really interesting though i mean considering the dave batista yeah. you know yeah exactly role, right. yeah. yeah it i, I, I can understand from a uh like a what is it uh storyboarding kind of standpoint it would make sense mm-hmm. cause it's like okay you deal with a physical realm of of theater known as wrestling yeah. it's for children but it's re- it's theater and you talk about how comic books are that they're the panelized version of a story in that panel right. so it makes sense like it's gonna be pretty physical looking comic i hope mm-hmm. but could spell for uh ways that batista is going to be used on screen too never forget that that the comics are always a good reference true for what's to come uh but since i forgot about that earlier i just want to mention it and then one other thing that's really crazy weird cool from gaming that we found out this morning before podcast is uh classic fatalities are set to be released uh, as dlc for mortal kombat X. that's right yes which that's everyone really cool. can be excited about that because it's just it's what everyone expected and oh, yeah, more yeah. fatalities for us to cringe at Love it. Nah. Yep. These ones, these ones are the classics. No one yeah. cringes. Everyone just cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now People we just, now we just need some. What uh, we need some friendships. And friendships. More babalities. Some babalities. That'd be nice. Yeah. Shit. Animalities too. Yeah, those are funny. Brutalities are there. And just... Yeah. So we just need the animalities, babalities, and and uh, friendships. I want to see some friendships. Get... The Sub Zero Snowman though. There was always. <laughs> you know what's the funniest one? And uh, this is something I heard about from the Funhouse guys. Real quick is uh, there was a glitch on the original MK2, mm. or maybe it was MK3. But when you it was first introduced in the arcade, you could set up Johnny Cage's friendship, oh, uh, over and over and over, and. It, like just keep re-entering it in the middle of it and it would keep redoing it and mm. there'd be a, like a, basically like uh, an animation similar to a bomb going off in the background and mm. he'd continuously keep trying to sign the, 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 to, the, the, to, the to the fan or to whatever, the fan or whatever. Yeah. and then if you activate the babality halfway through the person would just glitch out in, in this weird animation between <laughs> adult and baby version on screen <laughs> and be endlessly handed a note from Johnny Cage <laughs> with an explosion that's, in the background. That's amazing. That's so great. it'd be interesting if we. So see it's basically some of those. just Johnny Cage's life every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> if they just if they just incorporated these weird like 
glitch allergies like highlight Please reel pretty much a thing <laughs> like highlight reel from all the famous oh glitches God. from the original games yeah that'd just, be cool let's just go full ham like let's just give them everybody <laughs> go full glitch yeah full glitch but yeah now that that's out of the way no, it's ninja that's mime <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> but uh um, johnny cage <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that wraps up everything yeah, very short topic this week i mean it's, that's the information very there. short week we just, yeah it's a very light week. Um, as always, you can interact with us at Geek Domination Listeners at gmail.com. Yep. Comment on our Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, all the social media. You can actually go to our website now. It is yeah. geekdomination.net. You can find out bios from us, reviews from Anthony, and yep. soon to be more of us, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Keep in touch with us and all that. But thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>